What's going on, y'all? Welcome to another episode of the Ethan and Terry Show, a podcast dedicated to covering and tackling the latest in sports and entertainment. It's your boy Ethan, aka Easy Pull Up, here with Terry Jenkins Jr. for episode number 75. I want to shout out to all of our first time listeners as well as our last time listeners. Be sure you like, comment, share, subscribe to the pod, leave us a rating and review, and let us know how we're doing. Terry, before we get into it, man, how you been? How's how, how's the week going for you? Well, the week is going spectacular. Um, shout out to everyone that's been supporting 20-something. My web series dropped on this week, and so it's been amazing. Um, definitely just happy to just finally get this, this art out there into the world, something I've been sitting on for probably a year and a half now. Um, I film, Well, filmed like a year and a half ago, so just happy to get it out, man. Um, thanks to everyone in part of production, Devin, Lamarian, Kevin, um, Precious, Nikki. Thank you guys. Um, couldn't do it without you guys. So just yeah, the week has been awesome, man. And great for me personally. Not as great as far as sports news. We'll get into that in just a second. But I've had a great week. E, what about you, man? How's your week, man? You know, it's off to a good start. You know, work is what exactly work is <laughs> it's work but you know still great grateful to be employed and as my dad says to be a taxpayer you know so um not gonna <laughs> not not gonna complain too much but there's a lot to get into quite a bit to get into in the world of sports though terry today in football news lamar jackson made headlines as the ravens decided to place the franchise tag on them um terry terry with this news breaking today i know this has been like the most talked about uh kind of contract coverage really over the course of the last what year maybe almost two years it feels like uh, almost two years yeah, yeah which is which is crazy and and finally it seems like everything is coming to like a crescendo upon hearing that news today man what do you how, how do you feel about you know where lamar is headed man it's it's so much to unpack e so i i mean I, i'll just start first um of course they like i said the talk's been going on for about two years now um today they finally met Thanks to a deadline, um, Lamar met with the staff of the Baltimore Ravens, um, Hardball, and everybody else, a part of the organization there. And they decided to do what's called an exclusive tag on Lamar Jackson. Now, that means that Lamar Jackson, basically, if you know, someone else has enough money or let's say if someone else can combat with Lamar Jackson and kind of provide them with uh, money to beat out Lamar Jackson. So the non-exclusive tag, correction, non-exclusive tag is $32.4 million. So if there's any other team out there who's willing to go above that, the Ravens will essentially have to match it. And if they choose not to match it or if they can't match it, or Lamar Jackson just chooses not to go there anymore, then he'll have a new team to go to. And so I was shocked, Ethan, first off, at them putting a non-exclusive tag on Lamar Jackson. I would have assumed that they would have put an exclusive tag preventing him from hitting the free agent market in any type of way. But apparently... The Baltimore Ravens know something that we don't know. And I feel like the reason they did it because they probably felt comfortable enough to know that, hey, no other team or there won't be that many buyers will actually go after Lamar Jackson, which before today, Ethan, me, you, a couple of our buddies, um, Zoe, Edwin, a lot of people in the P-League, 
um, our, our group message there basically our organization at this point. Um, <laughs> we all felt like Lamar Jackson's going to go to several teams. The Falcons. Um, Zoe called out the Raiders today. The hottest teams, of course, the hottest two teams being Miami and Atlanta. You know, most people thought he was going to go there. Well, Ethan, shortly, and when I do say shortly, I mean very shortly after Lamar Jackson, you know, the decision kind of was announced by Lamar Jackson. Well, not him, but the Raiders staff. Teams started coming out of the woodworks saying they don't want this guy on their team. Now, of course, they didn't say that verbatim, but basically said they're not in pursuit for Lamar Jackson. Um, the Ravens came, well, not the Ravens, the Falcons came out, the Raiders came out and announced it to everybody. Um, Miami did as well. And for some odd reason, I don't know why, maybe they just want to be relevant, but the commanders came out and said something. No one really cares, Dan Snyder. No one cares. Um, but teams immediately came out and, and just basically was like, we don't want him on our team or we're not we're not pursuing Lamar Jackson. And to me, Ethan, it's fishy. It's yeah. fishy. Very fishy. You're talking about an MVP, one of the rarest talents we've ever seen in the NFL, and we'll not see it again. Mind you, we saw Michael Vick. We saw Jalen Hurts last year. We saw Justin Fields last year. Um, I hate that I'm, Lord forbid, if I'm leaving out any other quarterback with the scrambling ability that falls into that category. But Lamar Jackson is number one. By far, it's not even close. He's the most elusive quarterback, if not NFL player, we've ever seen touch the ball. Mm -hmm. And for him to not be, quote-unquote, wanted or pursued by every team, and I mean all 31 teams, is insane, unless you have Patrick Mahomes then I can see your excuse. But if you don't have Patrick Mahomes, I don't see why you're not pitching your ticket to go get this guy. Right. And for five teams to come out with no quarterback, I mean, all five teams quarterback covering is bare. I mean, you look at Miami, Tua is up in the air, and the Raiders, I don't even know who they have. Literally, I have no idea. Mm -hmm. The Commanders, Again, they don't know if they want Taylor Heineke or they want to go find another veteran quarterback to bring in like Carson Wentz. Who knows? And honestly, again, Dan, no one cares. Uh, Carolina, we don't know as well. The Falcons, I'm pretty sure they're not bought into Ryder and who would be, right? So what's going on, Ethan? Why does it seem like none, and I, when I say none, none of the teams that we expected to come crawling and knocking and begging at Lamar Jackson's feet, throwing him the bag, per se, driving in the Brinks truck, are just simply opening up the floodgates to let it rain on Lamar Jackson. None of that happened. Instead, today, we got news of teams that don't want Lamar Jackson, which I don't recall ever getting news about a free agent and hearing teams like, no, nah, I don't want him. No, nah, I, I never recall those reports before. Normally, you report when a team wants someone. Why make a report that you don't want someone unless – you're trying to send a message to someone. I mean, it certainly sounds like a hint of collusion, <laughs> but no, I, I mean, it, it, but at, only because we're talking about the NFL. Yeah, I mean, it's not like we're talking about you know organization that that goes on a straight and narrow. We're I mean, definitely yeah, talking about there's some deception here. Uh, yeah. certainly, but it sounds to me, man, it it seems like these teams because Lamar doesn't have an agent, like he represents himself. 
Exactly. You know, I can't imagine who would want to have to deal with, you know, directly talking to a player. And this is where having an agent, you know, is a necessity. It's relationships too. You know what I mean? So that's the first thing that comes to mind when I think about this situation is that the fact that he does not have any representation, I can't imagine teams wanting to deal with that right now, especially before the draft, you know, because teams are still evaluating, you know, even the Panthers, for example, right? Like, do they want to draft the quarterback? Like, they're trying to figure that out, as are a lot of teams. Miami situation with Tua, we we know how that's been over the past year. But at the same time, it's still Lamar Jackson. This guy's an MVP. This guy is one of the top quarterbacks in the NFL. To your point, he's probably one of the best, one of the most elusive, dynamic quarterbacks that we've seen. Why not go after him? But the one thing that I can think of is the headache that it would be, that they would assume it would be, to have to converse with him and try to negotiate something. But, I, and I'm going to be honest with you. I, I get your, your point from there. But this is me personally, and this is just how I feel. And I got to call it how I see it. I feel like the NFL has decided as an organization, a group of owners, which they're they're, they like each other or not, they're all billionaires and they're all run this organization on those owners. Not Roger Goodell. Just want to throw that out there. Roger Goodell does not run the NFL. He governs them, but he does not run it. It is ran by the 32 owners. That's who run the NFL. These owners, I believe, have gotten together and said, this is enough. We allowed, and honestly, we didn't allow it because we probably, I doubt they want it, but we, we let the Browns go make a dumb mistake by guaranteeing every penny to Deshaun Watson, $250 million, oh, I've been, I've, I've a quarter they billion were, dollars. They were beside themselves. And for <laughs> some reason, they did that. I'm sorry, bro. It's like. If there's any franchise to mess it up for everybody, I feel like it's the Browns. <laughs> <laughs> no, serious. It's Cleveland. Serious. Yeah. And I feel like the owners were literally like, what WTF, not gonna drop the F button here on the Ethan and Terry show, but they definitely was like, What 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 the flippity floppity jacks? Like Unbelievable. What's really going on? And so with that being said, if I'm the organization and if I'm the NFL, I want to do what I can in my power to make sure that this does not happen going forward. And so what can we do? You have a high-class, high-profile quarterback like Lamar Jackson. Listen, if we, as an organization, stand against this guy and decide not to pay him, because what he did was basically set out, even though they're saying he was hurt, he set out half of the season on last year. Because he wanted to get paid. And now, because he didn't get paid by us, he's basically threatening to leave our team. This is the NFL. The NFLs don't run. I mean, the, the players in the NFL don't run the NFL. The owners do. And I feel like, Ethan, right now, they're making that statement. They're letting the players know this is our league, not y'all league. You play ball how we want to play ball. And Lamar Jackson... You're going to end back in Baltimore, whether you like it or not. No one's going to pay you a 240 guarantee. It's not happening. We don't care how mad you get. We don't care if you threaten to sit out for the rest of the this year coming up. We don't care. Why? Because it's the NFL, and no one player is bigger than the organization. You can't bully the shield. 
I think you this, can't bully the shield. They're they're trying to make that known because not even, even that. Then if the, if they allow this, let's say hypothetical, if they allow this to play out, you open up a Pandora's box just like you did with Deshaun Watson. Because what what happens when Josh Allen is up to get paid or Justin Herbert is up to get paid and they feel like their contract isn't well? Do you allow them to sit out too and force their their way out of L.A. or force Josh his way out of Buffalo? You you open the Pandora's box for the NFL to turn to the NBA, where the players now have some type of control, and it's the NFL, baby. You know they want those owners want to keep that control. They do, and also even now, man, there's not really a team that's desperate enough to to forfeit to 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 forfeit that kind of control, right? Like. Like I'm, I'm thinking across the league right now, and then even if you look over the next two years in the draft, as far as like a quarterback is concerned, there are some decent ones, pretty good ones available that can come in and probably have some some type of impact. So it's it's definitely it's definitely an unusual situation right now. No facts, bro. It 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 is, and I honestly, now I hope I'm wrong, bro. I hope that. Within the next week to come, we hear a team, New England Patriots maybe, um, that has to come out and decide, hey, we, we want Lamar Jackson. We don't care how the NFL owners feel about it, and we don't care about how everyone else feels about it. Harry. I can get this guy and have him for the next 10 years. Screw you guys and the rest of the NFL owners. You guys can be mad at me, just like y'all were mad at you know whoever owns the Cleveland Browns. Just like you was mad at him, you could be mad at me. I don't care. At least I have my franchise quarterback. Terry, if there's the any, if there's any franchise, if there's any franchise other than the Dallas Cowboys that feels like they're bigger than the NFL, it's definitely the New England Patriots. It's Robert Kraft. So that that's a that's an impressive hot take right there. I would not be surprised if in a week we look up and the New England Patriots have given him the bag, given Lamar Jackson the bag. We'll see. We we we've reported two weeks ago, Mac Jones and Zappy are pretty much on the same level, and we're not too far enough for either one of them. Also, just throw this out there before we move to the next topic here. Bill Belichick loves Lamar Jackson and raves about Lamar Jackson to him one on one every single time they play each other. He doesn't do a lot of players like that, but Lamar Jackson also D Hop. They're one of those players who build literally before and after the game, make sure he goes out of his way to talk to them and to tell them and remind them of how great they are. So just throwing it out there. Man, and you know what? If, if Lamar, and I know Lamar knows that, and if Lamar is reaching out to anybody tomorrow, it's probably Bill Belichick. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. That would be honestly terrible. I don't want to see Matt Jones again, man. Listen, just 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 get him out of there, bro. There wouldn't there wouldn't be a lot that I could say to you, just with you as a fan in general, about any of your teams that you support at at that point. Right now, I feel like I feel like football is where I can kind of like have a chance to kind of argue you down on certain things, even though you are a tad bit of a realist when it comes to it. So I am, <laughs> but at the same time, I don't think there's much that I could. That I could that I could say to go against you there, but we'll see, man. More to come. Uh, moving on to the association, 
news over this past weekend, drama filling our social media feeds surrounding Memphis Grizzlies star point guard John Morant. John Morant was seen brandishing, brandishing a firearm on his Instagram live. Uh, this kind of coming on the heels of the allegations of him allegedly beating up a 17-year-old, also coming on the heels of the situation that happened uh, with the Indiana Pacers about alleged guns, uh, I believe, being pointed uh, towards towards the team, towards the Pacers. Mm-hmm. Um, Terry, this guy is 23 years old, more money than any of us will ever see in our lifetime. One of the brightest futures ahead of him in the league, period, out of everybody. Likeable guy on and off court. Done so much in so little time for the Memphis Grizzlies organization, for the NBA. Some people even consider him to be a top five player in the league right now, depending on, you know, what's your test for for grading that. Mm -hmm. And now he finds himself in this situation to where, number one, I mean, I believe Colorado police... Are now involved. Two, they are. depending on if he did in fact travel with the firearm, looking at a 50-5-0 game suspension. Well, I believe according to their collective bargaining agreement. Mm-hmm. I mean, and not to mention, I mean, the bad press that I'm sure he's received. Tons of people speaking out about this. Terry, where do you stand right now with John Morant? Even I hate the way you I stand with John Morant, not as far as taking up from him. I stand with him as far as he's young. And I've been young. And Josh, what, 22? I believe he's 23. 23. I've been 23. And at 23, I'm going to be honest with you. You probably can't find it, but I probably definitely posted a video on social media, not flashing a gun, but probably a gun in the midst somewhere around 22, 23, 21 years old. Just being honest. At that age, I definitely consumed a lot of alcohol at that age and amongst other things at that age. Um, 23... And I, I'm just thinking from my standpoint, I'm, I wasn't jai. Like you said, a quarter a billion. I'm not going to say I never reached that amount of money in my lifetime. I hope so. But I definitely wasn't making that much money at 23. But I was well off at 23. And I definitely had a steady job and was making more money than I've ever made fresh out of college than I had in my life so far. So I had definitely made a lot of crazy and different decisions. I definitely was doing certain things that I probably shouldn't have been doing here in the lovely city of Houston. And I did have fun. But I definitely was doing some things I probably shouldn't have been doing. But I was 23 and I was young. And that's what you do when you're young. You make dumb decisions. It happens. It does. And anybody listening to this pod that's over the age of 25 can attest to that. You, you, you Sometimes you make bad decisions. With that being said, I have a hard time wrapping my mind around why Ja went on Instagram Live with that gun, other than the fact that he was very inebriated, very emotional about the trial, and for some reason that led to him posting that. 
Um, and, and when the first story first came out, I thought it was from someone else, IG Live. And I was like, uh, you know, you know how I am. Even when I was in college, I hate cameras being out when people are partying. You shouldn't be recording yourself or other people while you're partying. You should be having fun and just partying. But definitely don't record other people inebriated. And you know, you know, they're not in their right mind. And, you know, leaves room to catch them doing something embarrassing. Like, why, why is the camera even out? But then I found out it was actually to his IG Live. And he's the one that posted it, which... It just brings the question why. Um, and the allegations, like you said, with the 17-year-old, I, that happened back in the summer. Hey, Terry, and quick quick question for you. Sorry, not, not, uh-huh. to, not to interrupt. But oh, no. you, you said Ja was probably feeling emotional from, from the trial? From, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so back before all of this unraveled, All-Star Weekend, and for those who don't know, I, I'm not saying I'm buddies or friends with Ja at all. I just... I read energy. As the All-Star game was happening, before it even happened, I thought in my mind, Ja was going to win the Kobe Award. I figured he was going to be the guy. You know how it is every year, the young uprising star comes out and he shows out and have a great game, and that's normally who wins MVP. And, you know, Curry was hurt. Um, KD was hurt. Giannis was basically hurt. So the only real veteran you have is LeBron, but LeBron's like in his 80th year. So I'm thinking, you know, Josh's going to come out here with this energy and explode. And we didn't get any of that. In fact, John only had one dunk during the All-Star game. And then on top of that, he just looked out of it. He looked depressed. He looked drained. I remember asking his own, like, bro, is anything going on with Josh? Because he doesn't seem the same person. But it was like he had already knew that all these allegations was going to come out. And Lord behold, a week after the All-Star break, allegation after allegation after allegation just kept rolling out. And it, it can be very trying when your name is in the news all the time. A lot of us say, man, if this is me, I do it like this. If I'm this this if it's me, I wouldn't care. Yeah. I don't care what people <clears throat> say. This but when you're trending on Twitter and on Instagram, and you got all these little trolls telling you you ain't about that life, and you ain't this, and you ain't that, and trying to tell you where you're from, and, and just trying to test you as a man and as a person, and and you got it's a lot, Ethan. It can be a lot for oh, someone. Oh, so, so so you're saying not not like the actual court trial, but like trials and tribulations. He's the media, the pressure, yeah, the okay. the fans, the trolls, yeah. all that. I feel like. It, I just, I just to wanted him. to clarify. On that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like all that got to him, and that's why right. he went on IG Live to post. Of course, he was at the club. He was turning up. They had just lost a game. So on top of the loss and everything else happened in his personal life, you know, he, it's allegations about him beating up a 17-year-old, allegations about him pointing a gun at a bus at Indiana and a Pacers bus, allegations about him leading a group of people into the mall to beat up a security guard, like, that's a lot, man, a lot to be dealing with. And then you still have to go out there and perform at the highest level. You know, that that's a lot to ask of someone. And so I do feel like he was inebriated. He, of course, he was inebriated in the video. You can look at his eyes and face and tail. And I feel like that just led him to, to make a decision that he shouldn't have made. And, and, and then, again, we're all beyond. We've all been in in particular situations, probably not like this one, with similar ones as far as making a bad mistake. He didn't kill anybody. The gun didn't go off. He didn't shoot anybody. He didn't shoot himself. 
Um, like we've seen several athletes do. <laughs> um, he, he, no one was injured. No one was hurt. And so I'm thankful for that. And he did apologize. And I think that apology was sincere. I hope that the NBA, they're going to force their hand. And it is what it is. But I hope it comes next year. And not this year, just so we can, you know, see them kind of play off in the playoffs. Maybe they bring them back for the playoffs. And once that's done next year, they'll suspend them for the 50 games or whatever it is. But I think this is going to be a growing um, period for Ja. I do think he will grow from this. I feel like he will definitely mature from this as well. I feel like he's sincere as far as his apology and the things that he said. Um, and, and one day, Ethan, will have the conversation of what it means to be a gangster, what it means to be a thug and a hustler. Because I feel like a lot of black men feel like they take some type of masculinity pride in being a gangster or like, it's, you know, it's cool. Like gives you like some credit to be a gangster, but it's not what a gangster is. I feel like the, we get gangster and hustler misconstrued. Like, certain people take pride in being a hustler. A hustler is a person who grinds for everything they got. They work their ass off to get it how they live. You know, by and by any means necessary, I'm going to work my ass off and do what I have to do to be great or to, to, to make ends meet. That's not a gangster at all. And I feel like for some reason, and especially in our community, it's like we got to prove people that we gangster, that we tough, that we about their life and my my favorite thing to tell people, especially when I was in college, gangsters don't go to college either. <laughs> gangsters, gangsters aren't in corporate America either. Gangsters solely in the NBA. I know a lot of gangsters, and they all happen to be in the same place or heading there. You know what I'm saying? You're in one or two places. Or are they close to here? You either in jail? Are they dead? Are they close to going to jail or being dead? Yeah, and, and and so we and that's another conversation for another day. But we as a as a people, especially black men, have to drop this. I'm tough. I'm gangster. I'm hard. It's okay just to be a regular guy, bro. You, it's okay. You don't need street cred just because you black. You you don't, bro. And honestly, most of the people I know who have quote unquote street cred, they're trying to get rid of it so they can get legit jobs. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so they don't have to be on the street doing what they doing, you know, to make ends meet. They they wish they didn't have street cred. And so Yeah. It does we, seem we, it does we, seem like street cred is non refundable. No, not at all, bro. You you can't get that back. <laughs> <laughs> like and trust me, they they don't ask street cred or resume. They ask do you have a criminal background. That's what they ask. <laughs> yeah. There's that, not a section right. of the resume you want to be filling out. It's just not. Right, it's not, and so we we have to get away from that, bro. Just because you're not gangster, I mean, you soft. I mean, you're a pushover. Either. I'm no far. I'm I'm not a gangster, bro. I'm not a thug. I'm not a pushover either. Yeah, and it, it, you don't have to be one or the other. You feel what I'm saying? You you don't know, like nah. It's you can a- still be a solid man, strong individual black man who's about his business, on his shit, taking care of business, taking care of his family, keeping God first. You can still be that type of man without having to be gangster and and pull out your gun and showing you packing and you because you're not 
no one wants to be about their life. I, I talk to people who are locked up for life. I have a brother and several people I grew up that are in jail for life over murder charges. And you ask them, do they wish they pulled the trigger? And they would, will tell you, bro, I regret it. In 0.5 seconds, my entire life changed. I can't get that back. Yeah. I can't. I'm in here. <laughs> I ain't going nowhere until I'm dead. I will never see the outside of these walls again. It's not what you want. <laughs> it's not what you want. Ain't nothing cool about that. Ain't nothing cool about going to jail. Ain't nothing cool about killing another person and taking another person's life. Ain't nothing cool about that at all. Right. And so leave it at that. It's not to be who you are, man. You got millions of kids looking up to you. Literally millions of kids looking up to you, glorifying you. Because to you, one day you're going to be their LeBron James, their Kobe Bryant, their Michael Jordan. They're going to be saying you're the greatest in the world. Yeah. And that's how you want to be remembered. Not who was the most gangster player in the NBA. Come on. Yeah, man. I mean, it's not much I can add to that, Terry. Very well said. Um, I hope the best for Josh out of this situation. I believe time and time again, and even in the stories that aren't reported, there are plenty of people that do end up um, you know, getting out of the league, whether it's the NBA, NFL, MLB, whatever, because of stupid decisions. People have their whole careers, their whole lives changed forever. And not even in sport agnostic too, Terry, you just gave an example. So in and also even in the case of Ja, you know, a lot of people are like, Oh man, like yo, he's 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 playing in Memphis. Like Memphis is one of those cities where they are about it and they will test you. Straight up, yeah. So it's like you know, you if you if you keep like keeping that same demeanor, that same posture, rolling how you rolling with who you rolling with, it's only a matter of time, man, before you you're gonna have to answer the call in that regard. Nah, seriously, and that to me that was the scariest part of the video. And I, I know people, NBA, of course, looking at it like you know he gonna get suspended, this and that, this and that. When you post a gun. Two things you don't post. You don't post a stack of money up to your ear and face because you're telling people to come get it. And you don't post a gun because you letting everybody know, hey, I'm like that. I'm about that. And there's some people out there who don't come pull your car to find out. For real, for real. Yeah. And their excuse is going to be, well, she, he, I thought he was about that. It's wild to think about, but certainly best wishes to John Moran. I've been seeing things on social media that he's allegedly checked in the rehab for drugs and alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't really saw a, a firm confirmation on that because um, all that can kind of play into how long he's going to be out. And Memphis, mind you, bro, Memphis is going through a lot like as a, as a team right now. But Brandon Clark's out with, with, with the Achilles injury. Um, you know, I know currently is recording this right now. They're playing against the Lakers tonight, and they're down. Mm-hmm. They're down their best player. Um, and, and Ja, you know, with him being out, and so whether he ends up getting suspended, you know, pending the investigation by the NBA, or if he's going to take an extended amount of time, that could even lead into into the playoffs. I mean, Terry's March. 
you know, there there's just a lot of things to consider. But before all that, man, you hope that John Morant gets all the help that he needs, that he has a great support system around him, and he's able to come back a better person um, as a result. But nevertheless, before we get out of here, we do have one more topic. Here at the Ethan and Terry Show, uh, we do tend to classify ourselves as a podcast that does, in fact, cover the the latest, cover and tackles the latest in sports and entertainment. But we're also 98%, 99% on the sports. <laughs> that, <laughs> that the, 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 the 1% is probably me and Terry asking how, how we're asking each other how we're doing. Now we're going to probably venture off into more of the, uh, how you say, maybe more recreational topics, uh, things that we kind of go through more so on a day to day, week to week basis. Um, that's probably a bad way to lead into this because it might, <laughs> might make it seem. So don't don't take that literally, folks. It's just more so holistically when we talk about other topics of conversation that are relevant to our lives outside of being sports fans. But today, Terry, and honestly, Terry, since you came up with this, I'll let you I'll let you deliver the question. All right, great. First time doing this. <clears throat> Normally, you do the questions. Uh, <laughs> I just, I, I just like. Question is, yeah, and, and, and to me, the reason I brought up the question, I, I'll just say the question first. How much does sexual compatibility matters when it comes to your significant other? And the reason I brought up this question a few probably weeks ago, me and my buddy was having a question, Zo, um, and it's just weird to me that every time, let's say you have a girlfriend, right? The girl wants to know, especially if you've been with her for a year, babe, what, am I the best head that you ever had? Like, do I give you the best head that you've ever had? Is my sex, the pussy, is it the best you ever had? And then a lot of times, or sometimes, men will ask the same question. Am I the best you ever had? Is it the best you ever had? And my question is, why does that matter? And does it really matter? Does your sexual or your partner, per se, have to fuel your sexuality to be your partner? Does it have to be the best? Does it have to be the best of the best for you to be with that person? Or can it just be, you know, what it is and you like a bunch of other stuff more than just the sex? Um... So sometimes it can be out of insecurity. Like, you know, sometimes men and women can ask that question out of insecurity. And, and it's a loaded question. Like, don't ask me that. I, any woman in the future, Word, don't ask know. me that question because that <laughs> you, you open up a Pandora's box if you want the, the truth. And I don't think anyone ever asks that question for the truth, Ethan. I Nobody feel like wants ask truth, that bro. question. I don't even know why we ask that question. But you were asked that question, I guess, because you you it's insecurity. Want to start an argument, basically? Like no, it's one hundred percent insecurity. Also, I'm glad I'm glad that you read that question because I think you said you it might have been a typo, but you said over capability instead of mm-hmm. com- compatibility. I'm not. Sure. I wasn't sure which what you're really going with, but I'm, I'm glad yeah. I'm glad you clarified that. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, but yeah, dude, like. I'll be honest with you, bro. Like I, I, when it comes to me, I have zero interest in like who in their past has done what 
best. Facts. I have zero interest. Cause you know what? That doesn't matter. <laughs> they ain't got, At all. They ain't got shit to do with me. <laughs> At all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I am here. I am the one in this moment. I'm the one that gets the experiences. We get to experience each other. Why does that even matter? You know, and on top of that too, bro, as you, I mean, I'm sure you've probably realized this and I have too, especially in recent years, is that there is really so much more that goes into any type of relationship with anybody, relationship, situationship, that isn't just physical. If all you're relying on is like physical, that only goes so far, B. Now, sometimes it can be, it can be so captivating to where you end, you know, people end up making a lot of terrible decisions. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, they, they, yeah. They, they lose themselves in spite of everything that they're dealing with, you know? So I'm not saying that it doesn't play a factor, but at the same time, bro, look, look here, like the person, the person, you know what I'm saying? That like I might marry and fall in love with, they might not give the best head compared to maybe shorties from back in, you know, years past. Maybe, I don't know. But at the same time, I would hope to be so deeply in love and enamored by that person that I'm not even in the business of comparing what on me, not even that. I'm a liar to you, bro. I'm a liar. I'm not gonna lie. In the bed, and women might not want to hear this, bro. And probably definitely women that I've messed with in the past. I will lie to you. I will sit there and moan and groan and grip covers and throw my head back like you giving the best head ever. And actuality, you ain't really doing that. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> but if you are gorgeous, if you are a gorgeous woman. And you decide to, to get on your knees or lay across the bed, however you are, in whatever position you are, and you decide to put my penis in your mouth. Listen, I'm respecting you in that moment, and I'm giving you everything that you're asking for because you didn't have to do that. You didn't. You blessing me at this point, and so I'm gonna receive your blessing, and I'm a praise uh, <laughs> as un- I receive your blessing. Yo, yo, speaking of acting, 20-something out now, web series. Go, t- <laughs> go tune in. Hey, yo, Terry said I'm a lie. Bro, hey, you know what? You can't you can't get more realer than that. But, nah, man, straight up, it's like, you know, and people reserve the right to improve. You know what I mean? Like, even if you are trying to compare the numbers, like, much like we do, Terry, with comparing championships and finals appearances and everything else, like, you reserve the right to improve, to get on that journey, to possibly get a chip and to get better. But do not ask a question that you do not want to know the answer to. Straight no, up. No, seriously. <laughs> seriously. Number one. That should, that honestly should be number one rule in all relationships. Don't be out. Guys, don't be asking a question. You don't want to, you don't want to hear her story about her great tale and great journey journey with Moby Dick. You don't want to hear about that. Yo, you don't want to hear the no. great tale of Moby Dick. And Ter- you don't. And Ter- listen, Ter- I'm going to be real. I'm going to be real with you too, bro. Being out here in Oregon, there are there are a lot of beautiful women that have been with with football players that played for the University of Oregon, okay? These are 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six, got athletes who basically <laughs> just be doing their thing. Bro, look, I don't care to know about that. Quite frankly, I, I I wish I had like an adult block in my brain to even keep me from even <laughs> wanting to visualize and understand what took place when you were 20 years old in Eugene. Okay, like I'm, 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 I'm not in the business of that. Straight up, I'm in the business of the now. I'm in the business of Ethan, otherwise known as Easy Pull Up, and clearly you're in the business of that too. 
All right. Exactly. So, so you you <laughs> yo, that was a exactly. wild, that was a wild way to lead into that. <laughs> I'm, over, <laughs> I'm, over, I'm over here trying to think if I got any but, edit, if I got any edit points, but keep going. <laughs> but no, it's Pause. the truth, bro. Like I'll yeah. be honest, bro. Any dudes in there out there, bro, that are over the age of like eighteen and you still asking a woman her body count, grow up. Grow up, man. Grow, grow up. <laughs> grow up. Grow up. Grow up. You know, uh, I'm gonna hit a round of applause for that. Cause that's like that's important. Uh, grow up. It don't matter, bro. And you're insecure. Deal with your insecurities before you date or, or any woman. Facts. Especially if you gotta ask. But I don't care how many, because I'm gonna be honest, Ethan. One, I don't care. And then two, I'm pretty sure it ain't got on me. You know what I'm that's saying? That's what I'm so saying, man. If you approach it with that, I even ask. Come I don't. On, I don't care. I don't care who before you. As long as you know, what I'm saying, ain't nothing happen while we doing what we doing. Especially yes. if we got, you know, if we exclusive, and then after you're free to do whatever you want. But why are you with me and and we together? And it don't nothing that matter. And I don't care. And don't want to care. And I ain't gonna ask because it ain't none of my business. And again, I don't care. It doesn't matter, man. I'm not here trying. To, I'm trying to try to live my best life. And if and, and if a moment in time is a part of me, if, if a moment in time with sad woman is a part of me living my best life, I must be doing something right. I'm just saying. Exactly. I'm saying, especially if it if it continues like this, is like a week to week thing. Oh, yo, man, hey, we in here. <laughs> no facts. And and now women, you know, men lie. We do. Women have for years, or not years, recently in the years, women have came out and let men know. That they lie about orgasm. Guess what, women? You're not the only ones. We do to us, man. We do. It's because we like you. And that's why. It's because we really like you. So yeah. Unbelievable. Yo, on that note, that was that, <laughs> that was a that was a great way to I guess kind of book in this episode. We talked about a lot of deep, deep, deep topics. Um, Terry, going into this Going into the next couple of weeks, man, I know we have March Madness coming up, a lot of college basketball. Um, I'm not sure if you've been following a lot of college ball this year. I have. Oh, yeah, definitely have. I, I've, I've been in and out um, keeping up with it, but this is the time where everybody's going to be paying attention, so we're definitely – so we're going to give our predictions on, uh, on like, our bracket, Final Four, everything. Also, we're definitely going to stay – Stay tuned in to the latest going on with the Lamar Jackson situation. NFL draft is coming up soon. And of course, the NBA, free agency. Free agency in the NFL. Still shout gonna out talk to about, Gino. Shout out to Gino. Got the bag. Yeah. Gino got the bag with three years, 100. Was it like 100, 150? 150, 160, something like that. Man, shout out to Gino. Shout out to Gino for, for doing that. Come, what, comeback player of the year? Amazing Back, job, bro. amazing story. Remember him in his days at West Virginia. Shout, salute to Gino. Um, also, it's the NBA, bro. Things are heating up week to week. Curry's back in the lineup. So he dropped forty tonight. You know, was in loss. He dropped forty. Crazy. This should have put my prop bet on him. Drop forty tonight. Crazy. Yo, crazy man. But on that note, Terry, I appreciate you as always, man. Thank you so much. And to you, our listeners, thank you. You've been listening to the Ethan and Terry Show, a podcast dedicated to covering tackling the latest in sports and now entertainment. Uh, episode 75, 75 episodes in. It's a milestone, Terry. Shout out to you for sure. And, yo, we'll just do it again next time. Appreciate you, Terry. See you again next time, bro. All right, man.